The reason the church was left on earth is to be a witness of Jesus and His work. Even in the face of persecution, the gospel must be preached. But the believer's boldness and conviction must be fueled by the power of the Spirit. The gospel is for the whole world. The gospel is powerful to save. The gospel light that shines furthest is a light shining brightest at home. The reason the church was left on earth is to be a witness of Jesus and His work. Even in the face of persecution, the gospel must be preached. Very good evening to all of you. Thank you for joining me in our CEP Christian Education Program on how to do a Bible study. This is going to be a very short and punchy four-week series, and the goal is to just equip you with the basic principles and resources so that you may embark on a journey of doing Bible studies. Now, I think this is something very important. It's one of the essential skills in my mind for any Christian, to be able to take people through the Bible, not the whole Bible, but parts of the Bible, and over time, through the whole Bible. Uh, this is very important, for example, in evangelism. If you were with me in our previous CEP on how to share the good news, I mentioned that instead of giving people three points, four points, it's probably very important in our day and age to take the people through 
the Bible and explore the various gospel elements. And uh, that's because we live in a world that does not quite understand sin and death and hell and justification and faith and God and so on. And they need all these essential building blocks from the Bible itself. So the best way to share the gospel in our day and age, I think, is to take people just verse by verse, chapter by chapter in some of the um, crucial passages in Scripture. So uh, doing a Bible study is very important to share the gospel to friends and even to your own kids. I believe many parents are doing Bible studies with your children using children's Bible and so on. That's not a bad thing. But it's very important to be able to also teach your kids um, how to read the Bible for themselves. So now, evangelism needs to be done in a Bible study format. I also think that discipleship has to be done in helping people explore the Bible to handle the Bible for themselves. I was a beneficiary of Bible studies. Um, when I first came to faith in Jesus Christ, uh, I was not uh, shared the gospel in a three-point, four-point format. I got to know the gospel. I got to know what the Bible says when I just sat in Bible teaching sessions, whether it's a Sunday service or a Bible study. That's where I learned. That's where I got the basic building blocks of doctrine so that I may be led to a point where I can believe. I remember that when I was saved, my youth leader was a man who taught us how to handle or study the Bible in a very thorough way. He would sit us in a circle. He would ask us questions about the passage itself. Why is this here? What does this word mean? And, and it is in that environment that I was brought up to study the Bible. And I remember the early days of our church where Pastor Paul, our founding pastor, uh, would take the church, the people who are in the Bible study, uh, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Bible. And I, I believe those are the necessary foundations to my spiritual life. So that this ability to study the Bible and to help people read the Bible and to teach the Bible is such an important uh, skill in the Christian life. Now, um, this is not just what I say, but Scripture backs this up. In Matthew chapter 4, we read that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And the Word of God is essential for spiritual growth and spiritual life. Uh, we also read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, about how we need to behold the glory of God in the mirror. And the mirror here is the Bible, the Word of God. And the only way we can grow to be more like Jesus is when we are seeing God in the Bible. So you need to take people through the Bible, study the Bible together. And then we read also 2 Timothy chapter 3, how the man of God can be uh, equipped uh, perfected, matured through the Word of God. All Scripture is given uh, for our good, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction uh, in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete or mature, equipped for every good work. And how about First Peter chapter 2? Like newborn babes, we long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. So, 
Um, I congratulate you on choosing to be part of this simple session because I hope you will be uh, catalyzed to a whole life of learning to study the Bible for yourselves and helping others study the Bible together with you. I just want to make one more qualification before we go to some four principles. Um, and that is this. This is meant to be a very simple four-week series. Very simple. Because you could learn to study the Bible in Bible seminaries all around the world. It takes three years, four years, five years for people to really get to the nuts and bolts and to be really good at studying the Bible. And in fact, I would say, even after you graduate from seminary, you're still not that great. It takes a whole lifetime to learn how to study the Bible. So my goal is not here to train theologians or seminarians or pastors or professors. No, that's not what I'm able to. That's beyond me. Uh, but I can probably encourage some of you who are office workers, housewives, teachers, students, a father, a mother, to have some simple handle and to enjoy studying the Bible and teaching the Bible. All right, that's my goal, to give you very simple principles that will encourage you to a whole lifetime of learning the Bible and learning to teach the Bible for yourself. Okay, so with all that said, um, I just want to give an overview of these uh, next three or four sessions we will be together. I think to do a good Bible study, you need four simple principles. Number one, you need to be able to get the right content. Content is very important. Of course, you can't do a good Bible study if you cannot be able to handle the content. If you're not able to draw out the necessary content, if you're not able to get to the meaning of the text. So a good Bible study requires good content. And when I say good content, it means faithful and accurate content. Now, how do you get good, accurate content? Well, how do you understand the meaning of this word, this phrase, this sentence, this paragraph, this portion, this chapter, this book, or this Bible? How do you do that? And how do you understand the Bible so that you can understand the book, so that you can understand the chapter, and then the portion, and then the paragraph, and then the sentence, and then the word. In other words, how do you go from small to big and big to small? How do you get the meaning? I'm going to share with you how in the next session. And then you will say, even if I learn the principles, I, I still need a lot of help because I don't have the right resources. I do not know what books to buy. I want to encourage you that in the weeks to come, I will share with you the resources that will help you. And the resources are, this is the good news, absolutely free. All you need is internet, a phone, or a computer. That's all you need. And that's what I will encourage you to explore. Now, of course, there are many, many good books. There are many, many good resources. There are many powerful programs. But like I said, I'm not here to introduce to you the top-end stuff that requires money and so on. 
Um, those may be helpful for people who are seminarians or professors and pastors, but by and large, I think what I'll share with you will be good enough for you to get started, all right? So that will be what I want to achieve in content. And for content, because it's the most important part in Bible study, we'll spend at least two sessions here. And then the next uh, three points will be covered in the last session we spend together. And the three other principles are number two, <coughs> clarity. A good Bible study teacher makes things clear. Uh, you are not a good Bible study teacher if after the Bible study, they are more confused than when they first started. So how can I have clarity? How can I achieve that clarity that would be helpful? I'll share with you two very simple principles. And uh, yeah, I think if you follow that, you will be a clear teacher. And then number three, I will share with you what it means to connect. How does this Bible study connect to that person's life? I think that's very important. Uh, in our church, we aim for life transformation and not just information. Um, there are many people who can dig out a lot of truths, a lot of facts, but ultimately they are not enough if the truth is not applied to life. So we want to help people connect, connect the truths from the pages of Scripture into their lives. How do you do that? I'm going to share with you two things as well. And finally, I'm going to talk about conviction because a Bible study teacher must not just be someone who is like a machine, a robot that just spews truths, but he's got to have that conviction in his heart and he's got to live that out in his life. So these are the four principles we'll deal with. A large bulk will be on the first one, content. That's the most important. That's the most detailed explanation I'll give. But I hope that as you desire and as you pray that God will make you a good Bible study teacher, a person who can handle the Bible well. These four principles will be constantly being that checklist for you to excel in Bible study. Thank you for joining me this uh, time. I'll look forward to fielding some of your questions in our Q&A session right after this. And uh, so let's come to God in a word of prayer. Father, thank you for this simple session we can have. I thank you for the desire of my brethren to want to learn to handle the Bible and to teach the Bible, to do a Bible study well. Lord, I pray that we would serve people real well in leading them to you through the truth in the pages of Scripture. So, I pray we will not just hear about these things, but we will endeavor to practice these things in our own lives. I pray, Gospel Lighters, many of us will be skilled, equipped, and ready and passionate to evangelize, to disciple, to teach people through Bible study. So thank you. Bless your people, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. See you later at our Q&A.